you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm late. I'm late. Very important. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com the Around the NFL podcast is all football, no narrative. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with some heroes. Chris Wessling to my left. Greg Rosenthal to my right. What's up, boys? Hey, Dan. Hello. All right. Mark Sessler in the wilderness on this Monday. I don't know if that's actual literal or figurative, but probably both. He is out there solving uh, unsolved crimes, or I guess they've been solved, the Manson murders or whatnot. He's obsessed with them right He's, now. Uh, yeah, Mark has gone down a Manson wormhole. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it at that. I mean, it's almost it's, the, the less we explain, you just leave it open, and if Mark wants to get into it more, we can. But that's probably where he is right now, doing some investigating. I was just told before we came in today, uh, big show, by the way, this is our big uh, – uh, ramp up week two free agency. We're gonna have Bucky Brooks a little later in the week. We're gonna bring back Go Get My Lunch uh, jerk uh, game to make some predictions on free agency. And today we're gonna get into the news and the franchise tags. A lot of stuff to get to. But as I was coming in the door, TD, our great producer, uh, the great prince of uh, Georgia, I call him. Uh, he <laughs> you do? I, not until now, but I like it. Uh, he made me aware that this week. Our show goes over 10 million downloads. Right. Oh, that's also the 10th million time TDs. Right, we're gonna sell. We're gonna celebrate the 10 million by retiring that. Oh, that's it. That was the celebration clips gotta go. That is the essential celebration song. It's just time it's to not. find something else, and we'll work with you to make it happen. Right. We'll come up with a song that better encapsulates that moment better than celebration. Okay, that's all right. All right. So anyway. 10 million Maybe downloads. Maybe come up with a good song. And, uh, yeah, listeners, we ask so much of them. In fact, speaking of which, we cannot have gotten, literally cannot have gotten to 10 million downloads without our listeners, so thank you to them. And that prompted us to to check, go over to the iTunes. By the way, you can, as everyone knows, you get to get to our podcast and you, you subscribe and you could download and you could comment and you could click stars, correct? I think... Give us a rating. Rate. rate. One through five. If you're in Stitcher, you could get us on Stitcher. I don't know what Stitcher is, but I appara- apparently it's something, an orb to listen to the show. Uh, so we checked out iTunes, checked out the comments section, and uh, you guys, as always, killed it. Great comments. So uh, I'll, I'll refer to my the gentleman on the left and the oh, right of before me. Before we do that, to yeah. so those that don't know, we also have videos. You know, NFL, oh, NFL.com. Yeah. Wow, we're, just we're selling so, hard yeah. early. You uh, can see these guys in, you know, in the studio here. Wes, give me something. What? Do, read me a comment. <laughs> There's a top ten list that I liked on here. Top ten reasons to that I like around the league. Here we go. Who's it by? You got to give him a shout by out. By the real James Earl Jones. All right, you know who you are. Wow, it's nice to have him as a fan. For a celebrity <laughs> listener, that's good. You have to read this in the voice of James Earl Jones. Ooh. Oh, like Darth Vader? I uh, forget. <laughs> Wes doesn't do impressions. <laughs> James Earl Jones played Darth Vader. Right. I know. We, I we know. got it. You we can just. We got it. We got it. Oh, you want me to read Oh, a little couple. Yeah, why not? Mark Sessler, a.k.a. The Quiet Storm, roots for the Browns who play in a factory of sadness. Mm. Occasionally, Mark finds solace in the wilderness. (laughs) What about one for Wes? 
<laughs> Number four, Chris Wessling, a.k.a. The Scientist, a.k.a. The Mailman, was once a Bengals fan but now claims no allegiance. He is the most knowledgeable but also the most hyperbolic. Wow, this mm. is all yeah, something pretty like, accurate. Something That's like Greg the most there? ridiculous sentence I've ever read. <laughs> something on like Greg on that list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Greg Rosenthal, a.k.a. The Boss, once played in the underground emo rock band Delaware. Oh, wow. Oh, he is actually. the boss of this crew of misfits. He roots for the Patriots from his throne of ease. I mean, I guess we might as well. Am I on there? I, I like... Okay. Wait, uh, wait, no, Greg no, I got the, his. I want to hear it. Dan Hansis is the host, a Jets <laughs> fan, and has True. the best hair of the group. Oh, Occasionally, he steers the conversation toward football. <laughs> Seriously, these comments are awesome. Nine out of ten couldn't be more complimentary but it's always the ones that are negative that's yeah we, i like this one negative ones. grow up one star Stun- <laughs> grow up stunning that, that the nfl enterprise has so much control over their brand but zero control over these children <laughs> attempting to act like adults <laughs> i'll just stop after that good job but there was one burying me too right yeah, one, I like one some Ravens fan called you. A, the podcast was great, except for uh, Dan Hansis is a douche. Oh, <laughs> I disagree with that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so everyone, even the people that send negative uh, comments, you hate us because you hate us. Uh, so thank you for uh, you know contributing uh, to the show in that way. And also all the people that are, are trying to push us to London with those postcards, keep sending them to Roger Goodell at 345 Park Avenue in New York. Uh, a lot are getting through, so I think we uh, might be making some progress on that front. It's all up to Greg to get it done, though. You know, honestly, do you think Roger has come across any of those? I, I hope know. he has. Well, we haven't heard it personally. Uh, so, yeah. So, that, everything's good. Uh, it's great It's great to be here and great to be doing the show. Hopefully, we'll get another 10 million, maybe a billion downloads. Who cares? We'll do it all. Let's get into football now. And, uh, uh, TD, we're gonna, we have a lot of stuff to get to from uh, the franchise tag – the deadline was today, Monday, at 1 p.m. Eastern. And that is going to be uh, what we're going to be talking about to start because this has a lot of ramifications as they head to, toward free agency, which is now just over a week, a week away. So, TD, let's do some news. They're schemers. Schemers trying to control their little worlds. <laughs> is that the Joker? That is the Joker. He yeah, is the Joker. And, and, and Zach... Z Drizzle, who's uh, for those that don't know, his last week for this season is this week. And uh, last last episode, you guys were talking a lot of scheming and playbooks, and then he was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, we should have that draft from the Joker." And I was like, "You know what, Zach? You're right. For you, <laughs> you're right." Z Drizzle, we're gonna miss you, buddy. You gotta get back They're here. Schemers. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here are teams that are scheming to keep some of their star players. Here are the players. There were six players tagged uh, ahead of Monday's deadline. Justin Houston. Should we go one by one, or should I just yeah, name them off? Well, name them off for now. All right. Justin Houston by the Chiefs. Demarius Thomas of the Broncos. Des Bryant of the Cowboys. JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul of the Giants. Stephen Gostowski of the Patriots. That was interesting. And Charles Clay of the Dolphins got the transition tag, which was also interesting. So why don't we start with a lot, a lot of notable names that did not get tagged that maybe we thought were going to happen, but we'll get to the tag players first, and we'll start – with uh, Greg, the biggest surprise for you on this list of six? I think it has to be Guskowski. Getting it over Devin McCourty, who I've talked up many times as the ultimate Patriot, the guy that they're going to want to keep over, Darrell Revis, and now the Patriots are in a situation where you could see McCourty and Revis hit free agency. I got to think that they have some level of confidence that they're going to be able to get a deal done with one of those two guys if you're going to put the franchise tag on Gutskowski. How is that the biggest surprise when people were saying it was going to happen, but no one said Charles Clay was going to get a That's tag? That's fair. Well, who cares? I wasn't even counting Charles Clay as, you know, important. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? Hey, number what a 100. you have that you don't even acknowledge the other teams in your division. Well, here's the thing with the transition tag. Okay, it's a surprise because no one ever uses it, but it, it, he's – there's a good chance he's not going to be on the Dolphins next year. All it lets them do is match any offer that he signs with another team, you know, and they go out and do that, and they get absolutely nothing in return. So if I had to guess if Charles Clay's on the team this year or not, like it wouldn't surprise me if he's not on the team. It's like a 98% chance he's on the team. Really? I See, I, I think they just use it in a way that, like, we'd like to have him one year, $7 million. We're not really ready necessarily to give him the big long-term deal. We've heard that the Bills and the Jets are interested, for instance. Someone's probably going to give him a big offer, and I think he'll go. 
And speaking of... Why wouldn't they match? I don't understand this. We saw the Browns matched what the Jags did with Alex Mack last year. I don't remember a team, like, letting a transition guy go. Well, you're essentially, they say with the transition tag, I guess a frustration for a team that tries to go after a player in this case is that team could end up just doing the work for the original team in the first place. I would imagine if, if he gets signed to an offer sheet that is team-friendly in the Dolphins' eyes, they'll be like, oh, we'll, we'll keep Charles. Well, Blair. sir, I'm, I'm expecting him to get way too much money, just like all these free agents will this year. I think we're we're hitting into an interesting time. The salary cap has exploded the last two years. It went up way more than we expected. There's way more cap room for all these teams than ever before. And so I think we're going to see kind of a lot of new markets being set and guys like Charles Clay making eight, nine, ten million dollars a year. And uh, two things. First of all, uh, Ian Rappaport, I was on the phone with him ye- yesterday on Sunday talking about the decision by the Bucks to keep Vincent Jackson and not restructure Game his dropper. deal. Thanks. And the decision uh, was made after Ian talked to some people because people are starting to realize that this is going to be a big offseason for spending and guys are going to get a lot of money. So Vincent Jackson might seem like he's overpaid at $9.75 million, but when guys start getting paid, it's not going to look that bad and teams are thinking that ahead. It might cause a reset of the market. Secondly, Greg. Yes. Your throne of ease that you sit on as the Patriots world champion fan. Uh, let's let's get a little nervous very right now. Very sprightly. Because you, you're very clumsy, as we know. Uh, <laughs> whimsical, excuse me. And Stephen Kostowski, you're going to keep him in the house, and that's great. Great kicker. But you got these two major figures in your secondary, McCourty yeah. and Revis. And you're going to most likely, or you know, you got eight days or whatever to get something done. You're going to let them hit the market, and in an offseason where people are going to be throwing money around like crazy, it's a big risk, especially this offseason. Well, Revis is under contract, so they would have to cut him right. for him to hit free agency. And I know he's Which due $20 happen. million, dollars, but there is some sort of leverage there that they could hold on to him maybe even into the new year and still keep working on a new deal. I believe that they'll work something out with either McCordy or Revis, probably not both. My money was on McCordy. Now I'm not so sure. That's Calm down on everybody acting like McCourty's gone now. Uh, I know you weren't, but a lot of people on Twitter were acting like oh, no. he's going to be the mo- hottest item on the market. He's come out and said multiple times this offseason, New England is home. That's who I want to play for. I don't see him as a guy who wants to go out and sign somewhere else. But the agent can start shopping him around at some point. There's no safeties in this free agent class. There's no safeties in this draft. And suddenly you have Devin McCourty. That's a, It's just one of those tough positions to aren't, fill. Aren't we still burying the lead, though? And this kind of came up in the last podcast where I was surprised you guys didn't value Revis higher in the free agents list if he gets there. Uh, if you go, come out of this offseason and you lose Revis one and done, that's going to be really disappointing to a Patriots fan, right? If McCourty is the one that they're valuing more, surprising to me. It will be very disappointing, but it was kind of the bargain you had going in with him the whole time that you thought it might just be one and out. Now, Wes, I'll, I'll put this on you because, you know, I'm, I'm a little more biased. Would you rather have Darrell Revis at 30 or Devin McCourty at 28 years old? And let's say, you know, McCourty's probably going to be a less money per year, but, you know, you'd sign him to a long-term deal. I'd rather have Revis at 30. Um, I know that your feeling on this, and because you know Bill Belichick, McCordy's known as the leader yeah, on their we're buddies. He and well, you know how he operates. You've been on five rings, haven't you? His yacht. <laughs> so McCordy and Wilfork are known as their defensive leaders. Belichick loves McCordy. I still think Revis is the better player. Revis is a difference maker. McCordy's just really good. So maybe maybe they do find a way to keep Revis. Maybe they're saving up for Revis to give him sixteen, seventeen million dollars a year, and they'll say goodbye to McCordy. I, I would live with that. All right, anybody else on this list? I mean, Justin Houston, Demarius Thomas, Des Bryant, JPP, we learned from Ian uh, that he would be remaining a giant. All this was kind of, we saw all these coming, correct? Fully expected. JPP is the most interesting just because, you know, people thought he had a down year last year. He certainly did two years ago. You know, who are these people who thought he had a down year? Uh, there are people on our own website says he hasn't made a play in a couple of years. That uh, guy isn't watching <laughs> that, film. There you All go. right, let's go. Let's Fourteen point eight million dollars this year. You mentioned, for instance, the Giants as a sneaky contender for Indomitian Sue, and I, I think they're a sneaky contender for a lot of free agents. But I don't know. Now they're paying JPP fourteen point eight million dollars. A lot of money. You can't really. I don't know. That takes them out of free agency they just can a little. Still, bit. They still have a few players to cut and free up more room. Oof. 
That'd be an expensive defensive line. So here are the notable players, and you we have a we have a post up on around the NFL franchise tag tracker. Where this is a big this is a big tracker season for the around the NFL <laughs> website nfl.com slash around the NFL. Uh, not tagged. Here we go. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, you know, something like that. ATL works. News works as well. Oh, good. It's easy good. to remember. That's not the tagged. One I do. Uh, Dominican Sue, which uh, I guess. You know, they did not want to touch that $26.8 million tag that would come with being tagged. So Sue and the Lions are still trying to negotiate. No tag. Julius Thomas. Uh, Broncos, you only get one of these, and they used it on uh, Demarius Thomas. DeMarco Murray with the Cowboys. The Cowboys just seem resigned to let this guy go. Every, everything you hear and read. Uh, Devin McCourty, which we spoke about. Randall Cobb of the Packers. Uh, Jeremy Macklin. Uh, Eagles, Jerry Hughes, Bills, and Jordan Cameron, Browns. So those are the team, those are the ones we listed as notable, uh, not tagged. Uh, Wes, we'll start with you this time. Give me one that jumps out at you that you were a little surprised to play it out this way. Uh, I wasn't surprised that any of these guys did not get tagged. That's why he's the scientist. He knows all. But Sue is obviously the most interesting one because we've said this all along. The Lions have been so outwardly optimistic about keeping him. Wildly confident. And... All along, it's raised our eyebrows like, how are they this confident when Sue has all the leverage, every bit of the leverage? I mean, he's going to make it to the open market and become the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, we'll talk about him a little later, possible landing spots for him. But, you know, free agents, he's number one on our list now, especially with Justin Houston uh, tag. There's no uh, debate over that. I mean, he's arguably the best defensive free agent that's been on the market in 20 years. I went back and tried to come up with the other cases. Julius Peppers was one. Albert Hainsworth was another. Namdi Asamoah was another. Uh, Mario Williams. But Sue in his prime, I think, is better than them all. I, I think we're forgetting how good Julius Peppers was when he left Carolina and went to Chicago. He was good, but he wasn't at the very peak of his career. He wasn't quite as young as, as Sue is now. So that, that's why I give it. But, you know, that's one argument. One guy on this list for me that jumps out, and I, I think the Packers might be undervaluing him a little bit, Randall Cobb, uh, he, his franchise number would have been $12.8 million, which was obviously, you know, it's exorbitant for a, a slot guy. But at the same time, a lot of times they put these tags on the guys as a placeholder to try to get a deal done. To me, that's a, that's a historically great offense, and if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I, they're a guaranteed Super Bowl contender. To me, you keep that group together if you can, and you let him go. That's that's a major part of that offense disappearing. I'm surprised they're playing with fire here. It's a bad idea for both sides if he goes somewhere else. He could end up in Oakland or something, averaging 700 yards a year, because he's he's not going to be nearly as productive without Aaron Rodgers. And when you have Aaron Rodgers, you're always in Super Bowl contention. You can't afford to be getting rid of guys like Randall Cobb and sticking Jeff Janis in your starting lineup or whatever. There is some optimism among Cobb, it seems, locally reading you know their papers that they can get a deal done. So this might be Ted Thompson not wanting to really set the per-year bar at $12.8 million, which is a really high number, and they're still negotiating. They're gonna, I, I just see him staying in Green Bay. I think they're going to work, work hard and get a big-time deal. Done. Well, if you remember last year, this happened with Sam Shields, that they agreed to a deal two days before free agency to keep him in and really paid him a lot more money than people thought he would get here's a guy i'll throw out there on this list that to me if he lands in the right spot uh purely wrestlers just say purely from a fantasy football perspective he's going to go off the charts with guys rolling the dice on him jordan cameron if he lands in a good offense with a real quarterback if 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 he stays healthy which is a huge if, if with him he could have a monster year in the right uh system and i don't think obviously cleveland is that i'm a big jordan cameron fan uh, the concussion's obviously an issue, and we've heard uh, scuttlebutt around the office that the Jacksonville Jaguars might like him a little bit. <sighs> right, yeah, so that would be not the situation you're talking about. Although I do think Blake Bortles can get better. I'm My mind is open to him having a big second-year jump. You know, that that's not an offense that's going to create a lot of big Let me Let me throw there. a spot out there. We're just talking about the Packers. Jordan Cameron... Uh, goes to the Packers, stays healthy. You're telling me that guy's not a potential 1,200-yard receiver? He just gets me excited, Jordan Cameron. He's, I think he's the closest thing we've seen to a young Tony Gonzalez. Wow, but it were you guys, but we're just kind of blowing past the concussion. No, it's I a mean, major he could issue. Barely stay on the field. It's a major. Issue. I don't even think the. I'm almost surprised we put him on the uh, not tag list because I don't think it was a consideration for the Browns after because of his health. Must have been. Mark's influence on this. <laughs> uh, anything else that jumps out? I think DeMarco Murray's not a surprise. Uh, 
Jeremy Macklin. It still sounds like that's a, that's a deal that will get done with Philly, but who knows? Uh, Julius Thomas. Macklin's interesting because he has two guys who basically are invested in his career that could be waiting to bid on him, and Andy Reid. The Chiefs obviously need receivers after setting a record for ignominious production last year. And then – Nice word. Uh, I think I infamous, whatever. Two-dollar word. Whatever they did, they didn't have a single touchdown. And then Ryan Grigson drafted him. Uh, the guy who's the Colts GM now was director of player personnel mm. when the Eagles drafted him. Hmm. Interesting. The Colts are reportedly looking for veteran receivers. Right. I think you're going to hear the same teams in the mix for a lot of these guys. The Browns would be one, and then the Colts are another, and the, the Jaguars and the Raiders are another. And we'll actually talk to Connor Orr a little later about the teams we think are really going to spend a lot of money in free agency. All right. Uh, yes, we'll get to that a little bit later. They call him Space Ghost Connor Orr. <laughs> get him on the line. Uh, and this is the time now, right before free agency, where teams need to – do some cap work. They got to dump some uh, dead weight or make some tough cuts. So here's a list of some cuts uh, that have happened in the last few days that are notable. Darnell Dockett of Arizona, who's reportedly visiting with the Niners. Is that correct? Wouldn't that be a double cross? I mean, not really, a but he—but he's someone that always talks a lot of trash about the NFC West teams. They, the Cardinals, in their statement, even said though that they'd like to have him back, and they're trying to get Dockett back. And the Miami Dolphins are making a lot of moves. Uh, they cut Brian, Hartli- Brian Hartline, Brandon Gibson, and then on Monday, Cortland Finnegan sent his uh, walking papers. Nailed it. <laughs> you seem excited about that. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I know Mark might be. He took some uh, grief for uh, some negative. Of course. Famously, Cortland Finnegan uh, dropped some expletives on Mark in a direct message conversation, which is great. <laughs> Atlanta dropped Harry Douglas. Uh, and I think of Harry Douglas, his his beautiful home on Hard Knocks last season. Didn't he have the house that had, like, the living room with yeah. the open skylight and all the the really disgusting brown furniture? Nice and wife. female deodorant. Oh, wait. I'm th- yeah, actually, yes. He had a great nice wife, woman. She was yeah. good. Wes, speaking of which, how's everything going? Uh, getting any <laughs> tweets? We got to get you a girl. I've had uh, several interesting exchanges, several very nice, uh, little slightly flawed in a good way. Mm. Women oh. have uh, reached out to me, and we've had some nice exchanges. None of them live within 2,000 miles of me. Oh, that's other a problem. Than that, it's, Can it's we get nice. some L.A. people? I mean, Southern if, California. If you live least, in Southern I mean, California. Drive a little bit, but let's not. And you, uh, you want to date a noted football mind chris wessling is here for you uh right at, at around the nfl when you, mean, when you mean exchanges i mean what are we talking about here oh they reached out through twitter or email and we've we've talked so no pictures being sent back and forth or anything well i think Some snapchat most people have pictures on their twitter pages yeah, not, not those kind of pictures. I don't get into that kind of stuff. The, you kids with your pictures in now, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of, in the quest for Lady Westling, have you considered Tinder? No. What's Tinder? Well, no, come on. Come I, on. Know what t- come on. I know what Tinder is, but no, I'm, I'm not going to do Tinder. We no, One on. night, one uh, boozy We're night adults. in downtown We're adults. Culver, uh, I was out with Wes and Mark and my wife, and we tried to convince Wes to get on a dating site. It was, it, it didn't take to it too well. He just wants to do it the old, old-fashioned way, which I respect. Yeah, that. go to a bar and make bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem, Wes. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're we're still working on that. Uh, Chris Canty got cut uh, by the Ravens, and Brandon Cofield also got Barry Cofield. Oh, excuse me, Barry Cofield. <laughs> I call him Brandon. Who else was in Washington? Stephen Bowen. Stephen Bowen. He kind of these old these old guys that you know you spent a lot of money. Washington's another sneaky uh, team to watch this year, spending a lot of money. Don't you think they're kind of in that cycle? They're always again. a sneaky team. No, to I know, but they've cut. They're kind of in that cycle where they laid back for a few years. Now they're cutting their old mistakes. Now they're ready to get. They crazy. forgot about Albert Hainsworth, so now they're just going to. I don't think they'll go crazy. Him. Scott McLuhan has has always been a build through the draft guy. Okay. Um. All right. Anything else? Uh, any other cuts? I think we covered all of them. Uh, yeah, we've been adding cuts. some of them. You know, that's another tracker page we have cooking, right? Notable cuts. Yeah, we've been doing that. We have our top 101 list, which is up, and so we're adding players to the mix. So, for instance, uh, Tyvon Branch, uh, safety of the Raiders, he got cut. Heartline uh, is up there at 99 or so. At some, and somehow Michael Vick remains at 101. Right. Want to tell me the mechanics behind that? Well, we add people to the list and we take people <laughs> off as there's cuts, as there's tags. But no matter what, Michael Vick. 101, 101, 101 has to be a big name. Yeah, you got to. Last and, year it was Ted Ginn or Kenny Britt. 
Right. You can't you can't have Ron Parker sitting there yeah, at one and one. It's fair. just a bad way to end things. And you know these num- these numbers are all you know made up in nonsense anyway. And speaking <laughs> of speaking of uh, bad bad things, I, I should bring it up just because it's kind of the eight hundred pound grill in the room. Uh, there has been some some feedback, uh, whether it be Greg doing radio shows in Missouri or uh, some stuff you've seen on Twitter, Wes, where people are under the impression, some people in the media, this is Greg Rosenthal's top 101 <laughs> list, and perhaps Chris Wessling uh, is somehow in, in Greg's shadow, which could be leading to some tension. I don't sense it necessarily right now, but I'm not going to say it's not there. Your thoughts, guys? There's no tension. I just thought it was funny. I was checking out uh, one of the SB Nation blogs, and they wrote... Was it Baltimore Beatdown? It's something with a, they should change their name. Something with a ridiculous way. name. Yeah. And they wrote the NFL and Greg Rosenthal have released their top 101 free agents. <laughs> they have no clue. I like it's it. me and the NFL too. I'm like a whole separate entity. No, they have no clue that I'm a corporeal entity at all. <laughs> they just I don't exist. They ignored you. What they, do you mean the radio station? So I tweeted them <laughs> and told them they were dead to me and have not heard back from them. I I listened to Greg did a radio hit in Kansas City and I listened to it <laughs> and uh, I quite enjoyed it. Uh uh, again, it was all Greg's list. It's kind of if, if <laughs> that's not true. I mentioned fans. You thing. did. You made. You went out of your way to bring Wes up. If fans of the Rocky series uh, will maybe tie this to Rocky Five, where in this case, Wes, you're Tommy the Gun, Tommy the Machine Gun, and uh, you are Rocky Balboa the Trainer, Greg. But uh, you should know this ended with a street fight, Rocky Five. I don't think we acknowledge that Rocky Five exists. Yeah. I don't like my chances in a street fight with Wes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we, we touched on Ndamukin Sue, but I really – we all decided when we were planning the show, we got really digging on that. And, and Greg, you wrote just an excellent piece uh, today on the Around the NFL site. Ndamukin Sue's six best landing spots. There's going to be no shortage of suitors for the great defensive linemen. So uh, we'll go one by one on this list. Let's start right. You have right at the top of the list. You don't rank. Is this a ranking most likely to least likely? Yeah, pretty much. But this was a tough one because, like, who couldn't use Indomitian Sioux? Usually you're picking teams that have a need. It's like everyone has a need for Indomitian Sioux. This is going to be like a 50 or $60 million investment ultimately, right, with uh, guaranteed money? Right. But the crazy thing now is there's, you know, you can make the case 20 teams have the cap space and the room to really do it. We're not in the NFL anymore where many teams are in problems. I mean, there's like the Steelers, the Saints, and that's about it, Cowboys. So at the top of the list, you have the Oakland Raiders. And uh, this is coming off. I thought it was it was interesting. I was working uh, the solo shift on Sunday, and Lamar Woodley got cut, and it brought back memories of what a, a train wreck uh, Reggie McKenzie's first offseason with money was last year. You think this time he'll just go all in and grab a guy that's actually in his prime? One of our top 40 guys, by the way, last year, Lamar Woodley. I do think McKenzie could go in. I think Mark Davis is motivated to go in. They have to spend a lot of cash to get to the new salary cap floor, which is a new rule uh, that's part of the new collective bargaining agreement, but it really kicks in this year. And just doesn't he seem like an Oakland Raider in Dominican Sue? And mm. Dominican Sue's on the record saying he's letting his agent pick where he goes. He's going which team gives him the most money. And I think that can be Oakland. I think the Raiders seem like the, exactly the kind of team you use to drive the price up on a better team. I don't know. He's going to go where, where – I mean, if there's a difference of like $1 million or something like that or less, maybe. But he's going to go with the team that pays him the most. He's on the record about saying that about his age, and he's also on the record as saying he wants to go wherever he can market himself the best. So I think the two New York teams, Dallas, Chicago. Oakland's not bad. You know, Bay Area, he could do a lot of like – There's no there there. Renegade, you know, stuff. History. <laughs> Raiders defense. I could see it. I could totally see it. Plus, this it, is also the silver team. And black. This is all the, also the team getting mentioned in reports, which you assume kind of comes from his agent. I did talk to Ian uh, to get some background to try to Name see what, where I might be right or wrong on this report. And the Raiders make sense as a topic. Have you ever noticed that uh, this go get your lunch game is rigged because Greg always has inside info from his oh. little conversations with Ian? Wow. Yeah. See, I'm on to you. I'm it's not like that. I'm winning that much. Mm. So you're saying even couple. though you have all this info, inside info, you're still not winning? There was a time when, when uh, we had this drop, a Bunsen burner blowtorch, and TD has just completely forgotten about it. He's not now he doesn't listening. even have his headset He's not on even anymore. listening to the podcast. <laughs> you know, What's going on? Putting out fires behind what the What the hell's going on out here? 
Back there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's we're going just, on? We're just going to do our own drops. Oh, I was just saying, we, oh. we did, our last show, we did an entire show about the scientists, and there was not one Bunsen burner blowtorch. Well, speaking of drops and how you guys don't like the celebration drop, I'm not a huge fan of the heat Bunsen blowtorch. Cool, because a... I thought it was our podcast. <laughs> I, 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 whoa. <laughs> I, I, that's what I thought it was. Well, this is kind of, well, we like it. You don't see me trying to interrupt when you go, hey, boys, or whatever it is you say at the top of the show. What up, boys? TD you know? replaced all of our good what? drops and put in I mean, 12 copies of Celebration. What is, what is this? You know, it's it's okay. Well, then make a better one. You know Come what up it is? with a better blowtorch. No, that, the reason why TD feels this way is because the gold standard came up with that. Oh, oh yeah. Don't it's even like, do yeah. that. It's like a new don't coach coming in that. and clearing house. Yep. That's yeah. true. It is don't interesting how you've basically kept the gold standard out of this room. That's not true. It's very I got, I got news for you guys coming soon. Uh, oh, yeah? Here we go. The Detroit yeah. Lions are second on this list. So, Greg, even though the, the Sioux is going to probably – you would imagine, despite the Lions' confidence on the issue, he's probably going to test the open market. He could end up back in Detroit, which doesn't happen very often. Well, they do have one big advantage, which is that they can negotiate with him between now and March 7th, and you never know. They've just been so confident publicly that I don't think they've given up on it, so I'm not giving up on it either. Wes is shaking his head. What? They're the irrational confidence team. By the I, way, I, I don't <laughs> understand it. Hey, Lions fans, don't worry about Sue possibly leaving because you guys hosted Kendall Langford. <laughs> That's what's happening. Here's you want openly talk, trolling Lions fans. You want to talk about a team that I could picture in Dominican Sue in the uniform? Number three on your list, the Chicago Bears. I could see oh, yeah. him in that uniform that. on Soldier Field, that torn up turf, just doing damage. They've yeah. been linked to him since late last year or two. So. Yeah, they have, and that you know they get linked for a reason. There's there's someone talking about it. I'm not I'm not sure who it is, but there's someone talking about it, and they have a new general manager, new coach, ready to spend, ready to make a splash. They know how good Sue is. Let's do it. Here are two teams. Your next two teams don't excite me as much: the Jaguars and Colts. Uh, you're going to put Ndamukong Sue in the AFC South? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. That's not where he belongs. Well, they've got a coach, Gus Bradley, who I think could do a good job with Sue, and they, they seem like they're ready to spend some big money. I don't think that's his biggest marketing opportunity in northeastern Florida. That's fair. But if they're if they're <laughs> saying, hey, we're the Jaguars. The geography uh, move there. We've got no, Duval County. We've got no state <laughs> income tax, and we're going to pay you $10 million more than any other team, the Jaguars would have to pay maybe a little bit of a Jaguars tax here to get it. I love uh, the city of Indianapolis. I've been there for a Super Bowl and for a combine. Very nice city, very nice people uh, in that city. Too cold in February. What a joke that was. But you're not marketing yourself uh, in Indy. Come on. What do you mean? Well, but they're a good team. You're I, That's the part I don't get about the marketing. Forget the marketing <laughs> thing. First of all, it doesn't matter. And we're in the NFL. It doesn't matter what team you're on. Aaron Rodgers plays in like a small town when you, filled with well, what, that's who works there. There's you know, there's no industry there. It's but, like 80,000 people, and he's the biggest star in the world. That's, you know, you're the biggest star in the league. You hit on a point, though, because this is exactly the idea of an athlete, quote, wanting to market himself. This is how Marshawn Lynch ends up in Turkey uh, on behalf of an organization trying to promote football when Marshawn Lynch is trying to promote his brand. It's like it just leads to dumb decisions. Just, you know, you don't have to go to Turkey to get more money and get more famous, Marshawn. Just come back here and talk to us. I'm right here. We're starting it. I'm still here. I forget. Turkey is underrated, though. Well, from what I've heard and seen. Sandwich-wise? No. I a, agree. As they a, have great prisons. As a potential vacation spot. People like Turkey. <laughs> I'm just saying, top five sneaky vacation spots. Turkey might make the get list. out of here with that. My bad. No one else is buying this. <laughs> you guys just aren't aware. Top that's five. how. It, that's how it's sneaky. Uh, go to Turkey. Top five. <laughs> that's how it's sneaky. Uh, what? Behind Uzbekistan. Finally on your list, the Why Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Well, don't, don't want to see this as a Jets fan. This one's interesting. Just let's let's just say keep an eye on this one. It's kind of a wild card, but. Let's just keep an eye on this one, and let's see if uh, Mike Tannenbaum, the new Dolphins. Friend of the show. You know what this means when he says wild card? Greg has inside info. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, they've made big splashes before. Mike Tannenbaum has. So let's see. They're rebuilding that defensive line. is rigged. Greg has inside info. That's not fair, Greg. Not like anyone knows. I wish I knew. you got to play on the honor system. Honestly, when we play the sandwich game, which is very important, in terms of morale for this group, we take it very seriously. We have a, a gifted mathematician on Twitter that helps us track this stuff. 
Uh, you <laughs> can add two and three together. This is great. If this is the best trash talk you guys can come up with, it's then hey, you're talk. too. You know too much about about NFL. We can't even be in the same games as you. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> you're complimenting me. We're just saying use your your conscience if if it comes down to. Uh, stuff you know. I'm just saying. It's only fair. Well, okay. you do have access to shadowy league figures that we do not have access to. I don't you're in, you're in meetings like four hours a day now. That's true. Yeah, you think they even know how to spell Indomitian <laughs> suit? Give me a break. Uh, and, uh, okay, so then the, and then you have his wild cards, the Bills, Browns, Jets, and Giants. Yeah, those are just some, you know, I got lazy after writing six teams <laughs> Really, and uh, yeah, they all have money. They could all. That's the thing. You could make a list of fifteen teams that wouldn't be crazy to want in Dominican Sue. All four of those teams have some nice cap space. Definitely a need. Not really a need in the in New York with the Jets. Well, I just if thought, they let, snacks I thought that would go, be interesting at least. If they let snacks go, yeah, uh, they would have the the whole there. And oh man, but Sue's not a nose. Sue, yeah, right. It uh, would just be adding to their art their strength. But that's, Sue next to Wilkerson. Oh my god. And Richardson. And Rich. Oh, Sheldon. Oh, <laughs> you all right? I I should have put the Redskins because when I was making this list, I was thinking too late. ownership. That's what They're you got to think about when you think about Sue is ownership, spending lots of money. So Bills, they have new owners. They're ready to spend. I think the Browns' ownership is really desperate right now. Oh, I think Woody Johnson could be a little desperate right maybe, now. Maybe, perhaps. So, uh, yeah, throw, throw the Redskins in there. You brought you brought up the Browns. We meant to hit that in the news. Josh McCown signed a three-year deal with the Browns. Oh. Uh, which, of course, I think it led to Mark ending up in a bar on Friday night uh, and making a long walk home. Josh McCown <laughs> is Johnny Manziel's uh, competition, it looks like. Brian Hoyer gone. McCown in the house. Wes, you were with Mark on, on Friday after work. Tell me his uh, headspace at that moment. Uh, we actually walked. Uh, it was a good 25, 30-minute walk to – uh, an area place called Lost and Found. Oh, I know that place. It's very and, dark. And uh, I think for at least 20 of those minutes, we were talking Josh McCown. He hates the move with a passion. I think it was the most sensible move they could have made. I don't know. They already it's decided bad. Brian He's Hoyer. Be so bad. They decided Brian Hoyer is not a starting NFL. Smart. That was smart. So why bring him back and have him clash with Johnny Menzel or be promised? one thing and not delivered. You bring in McCown, he can start and not embarrass you, and he's going to mentor Manziel. They've called him like a coach player for what he did last year in Tampa. It makes all the sense in the world to me. I guess, but if it's weird to me to make any case that McCown is particularly better than Matt Moore or Michael Vick or Jake Locker, I guess, is a different kind of quarterback, so I'll, I'll take him out of the mix. But to me, it's like, okay, McCown, they're all about the same. I know well, one of those guys can help mentor your your second year. Why not Matt Moore? I don't know. I don't know anything about his mentoring I, ability. I know like it's all. <laughs> I know it's all funny money, but any deal for Josh McCown in 2015 that can max out at 20 million just seems a little rich for me. I don't know. It's like a one year contract. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it it's probably for one year unless he really exceeds expectations, and then Mark can be moaning about some other quarterback <laughs> next year on a walk to a bar. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, all right. Finally, uh, we are going to get our friend, uh, our colleague. He hails from a New Jersey. Well, he hails from New Jersey, I believe. But he lives in a haunted mansion in the Garden State. His name is Connor Orr. Some people call him Space Ghost. <laughs> and welcome to the Around the NFL podcast, Connor. What's going on, fellas? I forgot. We always forget you're a Browns fan too, by the way. So, what was your thoughts on Josh McCown? He I doesn't mean, like to. He doesn't like to let that be known because he was a real journo for a while. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that that's over, Connor. Yeah. That that part of your career is over. I mean, Mark would know better than I, but it's just. Yeah, I think I've just been conditioned not to be excited about any quarterback ever, like regardless of of pedigree, and especially Josh McCown. That, that it just doesn't do it for me. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. So anyway, the reason we have Connor on here is uh, he wrote just a scorcher, I thought, on the Around the NFL blog uh, that was posted uh, today. And I'll tell you, scorcher, it's going up on 200 comments, so people are really responding to Connor's work. Connor, I know you're new here, but when Dan compliments your article, just be aware there's no chance he's read it. 
chance. <laughs> Don't believe or that, he, or that he means it. <laughs> Don't believe anything anyone says. I'm He's sincere. got a little Eddie Haskell in him. Uh, <laughs> all right. So anyway, I loved it. It was uh, the name of the, the article, Who Will Spend Big in Free Agency? Who Will Be Quiet? So you have a list here of five teams, and even you throw in a bonus team, which gets Ooh. people excited. Uh, so I will list uh, the first three in order. Number one, you have the Colts, uh, who have $40 million, quote, to quote Honor uh, Connor burning a hole in Ryan Gregson's pocket. The Raiders at number two. We just talked about the Raiders and Sue being a potential uh, destination spot. And the New York Jets and Woody Johnson at three. So let's start with those first three teams. We've talked about uh, the Raiders and Jets a little bit, but what's your take on why they should be thought of as big-time spenders? Well, I think the Jets, obviously, I mean, Woody Johnson always kind of strikes me as a very reactionary owner. So yes. the, the criticism of Mike Tannenbaum on the way out was that he mismanaged the cap, so he hired another cap guy to fix it. And now the cap guy that he just fired had a tendency of not spending the surplus of free agency money that they had, so now he's going to force the next guy to spend the surplus of free agency money. I think that one's just kind of cyclical, and you know, I, I really think they need to give the fans something to hope for with a new head coach and a new GM just some pieces to put around, especially if you're going to lean on Geno Smith and try to make him your quarterback for another year. And then the Raiders, um, you know, like Greg said, on his uh, NFL Now hit, which I paid very much attention wow. to. This morning, wow. Um, Hello. Yes. Um, you know, uh, Reggie McKenzie's on his way out, and this is what you do when you're a GM. I mean, you throw money at the problem and hope that you make the playoffs and get another contract extension. So I think those are, uh, are two that are just kind of very obvious and, and ones that we'll see a lot of activity for this uh, this off season. And the and the Colts, I would think that Ryan Grigson's under a great deal of pressure this year. Uh, I would think if this is a team they they're expecting to compete, he hasn't been he hasn't been to quote damage a gangbusters. I think as a GM, his record's good though. His I record's mean, since good. Since they got there, they've won. I mean, uh, well, yeah, but number twelve is a big reason why. You would think forty million. Uh, you think that they will be potentially the biggest spender of all, Connor. I think so, just because, like you said, the way that last season ended, getting blown out, um, you know, and, and just appearing like such kind of a second fiddle as far as when it comes to, uh, you know, teams with elite quarterbacks. I mean, he, he's got to put everything around him. I mean, he needs a running back. He needs help on the offensive line. He needs a pass rush, and he needs more guys for Andrew Luck to throw to. So I think he can get some version of a lot of that stuff on the market this year. And I really do think that, he needs to bring this team within a, an actual legitimate earshot of the Super Bowl, and I think he knows that. So I think we'll watch out for uh, he'll be active early and often. I well, think, they're in a uh, weird the they're in a weird spot because in theory they're close to the Super Bowl. They make the playoffs every year, but their roster is terrible for the most part. I mean, they have a lot of holes if you look at the rest of their team. There, there are some really good players on it, but a lot of holes. Gregson's high on this list every year because he has to keep spending to fix the mistakes he did the year before. <laughs> right. He just cut rookie Jean Francois. It's like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Arthur Jones didn't really work out last year. He's made some big Eric trades. Walden, Laurent Landry. I mean, he's made some good Gosder Cherilis. Vontae Davis was good. Up. Donald Thomas. Whiff, whiff, whiff. Vontae Davis was a good trade. Resigned him, got he even trades, better. Well, I was going to say he trades better than he signs, but Trent Richardson. Were you making a point? I, I forgot there, Greg. No, that oh, was okay. my point. Okay, you were you made your <laughs> point. Okay, I <laughs> thought you were going I somewhere need, else. You need it. more, Dan? No, I thought you were going somewhere I'm, else. I'm it was good. I'm dripping blood here for you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did better work on the Kansas City radio spot. <laughs> okay. but, um, all right, you have the Browns at four, the Giants at five, and then your bonus team is the Bills. And, Connor, if you can touch on them, I thought it was interesting, uh, your take on why the Bills could be big spenders. Because you cannot underestimate, uh, you know, Rex Ryan's influence on a, on a person that he hasn't really spent a lot of time with. Like, mm. I mean, Mike Tannenbaum would just do anything that Rex said as far as, I mean, you just <laughs> look at kind of that disastrous 2011 team. And even the, the years leading up to it, he's like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we signed with Adrian Tomlinson or Mexico <laughs> Burris or, Tim you know, just, or uh, Jason Taylor or, yeah, Tim Tebow and, Mike Tannenbaum's like, ah, okay, you know, why not? You know, and I think this is going to be a similar situation in Buffalo where he's such a strong personality that he's going to walk in there and be like, man, it'd be awesome if we had an Indomitian Sioux, and then, you know, we'll just kind of dovetail from there. You know, we'll see uh, We'll see what he ends up doing, but he's just such a strong force, and he gets – I mean, look at how many first-round picks on defense he got when mm. he was with the Jets. I think Mark Sanchez was the only one on offense. So, yep. I mean – it's uh, it's it's one of those things that I think you can't underestimate, just the relationships that he'll have there. 
you have s- five teams on your laying low list. No bonus team, which I'm disappointed in. But uh, <laughs> still, there's a good five. Here's the list. Why not just list six teams and not have a bonus team? <laughs> you ever think about I that? I just want everyone to feel like they're getting a little something. Special. I felt like it. Yeah. It, it, it like leaves something in your head after you read it or join. It's like, man, I felt I took something extra out of that. This one goes to 11. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, laying low, this is the list. In order, Seahawks, Steelers, Niners, Saints, Jaguars. Uh, I'm I'm surprised. Or I'll, you guys take you guys. The two I, scientists to my right and left uh, want to take you to task on the final team there. I was shocked to see the Jaguars in the list. I'm convinced they will be spending money. Don't they have to hit the floor like you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, they got to spend. They're ready to spend. They're desperate. So my reasoning for putting them there was <laughs> I think that they're going to spend to get to the floor. Like that is a given. They have to spend that amount of money. But I mean, how? How desperate do you want to be in free agency if you're kind of a new GM and still kind of a new coach with a little bit of leeway and a young quarterback that is still another year or two away from the playoffs? You kind of want to match his rise with kind of the peak of the veterans that you're going to sign. And it just makes no sense to go like all Raiders on your roster right now. I mean, spend enough to get to the floor, but I mean, you know, you, you've got some former Seahawks coaches down there. You've got people that know what they're doing. It's all about draft and development turning the roster, and I think that Dave Caldwell is smart enough to realize that. Well, they're not going to go Raiders on the roster because nobody would be dumb enough to go Raiders on their roster and signed a bunch of over 30-year-olds, but this team last year signed Zane Beatles, a guy who was in the prime of his career. They tried to sign Alex Mack, who was in the prime of his career. Mm-hmm. So you could see them going after – Got uh, Red Bryant. Yeah, you could see them going after Byron Maxwell and Jordan Cameron, maybe a Julius Thomas, one, you know, a couple of guys, right? I think enough, like we said, enough to get to that that threshold. But, I mean, I just don't, you know, I don't see what a general manager would think, you know, hey, let's get Julius Thomas in here. I mean, that's really just, that's going to be the one edge that we need. Or even Julius Thomas and Adrian Peterson, is that really going to make them a playoff Well, they need, I I mean, they they went all in with uh, Blake Bortles. They might as well try to build something around him. Makes sense to me. I also don't think they have that much time. They, They were terrible last year. You know, no one wants there to admit that the expectations were for them to be a lot better. They have not really made any progress since Mike Malarkey left town, which is not, you know, a good thing. They need to show progress this year or else I don't think they will be there next year. That's just how the NFL works. And if they're spending money, they don't even have guys to lock up to long-term deals. You can't even identify court players on that team. Like, who who are you going to assign? Jonathan Cyprian? Hmm. Hmm. I'm uh, a big Jonathan Cyprian guy. <laughs> uh, Connor, uh, before you go, uh, just want to apologize for getting you caught up in the Instagram boy stuff at the combine. <laughs> Inadvertently <laughs> sent out a tweet when you know, the starter at the 40-yard dash, the Steelers employee, uh, told Connor to put his phone away, and then it took off virally. Uh, but it was a different Instagram guy. So you weren't even the guy, but some people, including Deadspin, thought initially it was you. I had something to do with that happening. I wanted to apologize. <laughs> See, my only issue is the real Instagram guy is balding, and I'm not. So <laughs> got a nice that, was really the only, that was only the mistaken identity. That was the only thing I cared about. But otherwise, you, you know, we're cool. It's fine. Okay, cool. Very good. All right, that's Connor Orr, our New Jersey correspondent for Around the NFL. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, guys. All right. So, gentlemen. Good stuff from Connor. Always good. Connor is a pro. Uh, we will be back on. Whoa, whoa. Before we do all yes. that. We have a new entry for the ATN Celebration song. This is submitted wow. by Z Drizzle. Here it goes. <laughs> Stupid. I I like it just because it's different, but I think we should mix in a bunch of different ones. Yeah, uh, I like know. you. This is one entry. This is. One I like entry. your dancing with it. That makes me Here, happy. Here, let me take. I'm going to take a picture of you guys dancing again, and I'm going to put up on our site. You're going to want to throw in some onyx. Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Slam. Do, do, do. Go. <laughs> you guys are awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh yeah, that's pretty good though. Yeah, we're getting closer to current. You know, House we're moving of pain. up a decade. Yeah, like two, at but... some point we'll get into the two thousands. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Some point. <laughs> uh, all right, good. Thank you, guys. And uh, you know what? I'm, I apologize. TD gave me a shot at on IM about my comment about it being our podcast. Uh, it's your podcast too, buddy. I know you you put a lot of effort into one it, of so. eight that he does. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Well, 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 well. One of four. Yeah. 
Okay. But and it would, yeah, you know what? I, I take it back. I still feel that. <laughs> right, way. and it existed for like <laughs> more than a year before you came. Apology around. rescinded. Oh come on! Uh, but I, I all the same team, all the same yep. team, buddy. same team. All right, so Oops. that's it. We will be back. Uh, if you're again, Win West's toaster is coming up after the free agency madness dies down. So hit up at producer TD if you want to take Wes on, but don't do it unless you know football because you're going to embarrass yourself. And it's got to be a good tweet though. Got to got to be a good tweet to get TD. Hey, I want to, I want it. No, that's not going to do it. And you know, people have embarrassed themselves. That guy from Canada that came on Wes. He was a nice gentleman who. Um, seemed to be enjoying his relaxation a little too much. He was on drugs is what Wes is getting at. <laughs> Don't do that either. Don't do drugs. Yeah, we had a guy trading the Himalayas tweeted it <laughs> out. We had a guy who teaches English in Japan. What about Iceman? Yeah, we got that too. So, got a lot of people. Alright, a lot of good good candidates it looks like. So, keep sending that in. We'll be back on Wednesday with Bucky Brooks who's going to be a weekly guest as we get closer to the draft. So, that's it for Monday's edition of the Around the NFL podcast. Uh, We'll be back with Mark Sessler on Wednesday, by the way. This is Dan Hansen signing off for The Mailman, The Boss, Tay D, and Zay Drizzle behind the glass. Till Wednesday. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.